So today on Daftesam Aleph we encounter um, the well-known principle of Maris Ayin, that there are certain things which inherently are mutah, the, the action is permitted, uh, but because of Maris Ayin, that a person observing the action could misunderstand it and think that what you're doing is incorrect. Uh, because of that, it's also, and that's called Maris Ayin. And we have the Dean of Rav in, the, in our Gemara, which is, that wherever the Chachomim said something is forbidden because of Marit Ayin, that an observer could misinterpret it and think that, um, that that action is permitted, those situations are, are also even Bechadre Chadorim. Even if you're in a room within a room, there's no possibility of anybody observing you, it still remains also. And that's an important... Um, an important principle within Marisayan. So again, there are some things which, although inherently mutter, are also because they're, uh, they could be perceived as wrong. And when that's the case, they're also even when there isn't anybody who could, who could potentially perceive it as wrong, when it's done in complete privacy, it's still also as well. Uh, and that's paskind in, in Shulchan Aruch, in, in, in Simon Shun, Shin Aleph Seif Mem The um, The reasons for it, so there are three sets of reasons that we can think of 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 hand. The one is we're concerned about the observer, that the observer might conclude that this is mutter and might come to do something which is wrong because because of something that you did and they misunderstood. The second reason is we're worried about you. Why should people think badly of you? Why should somebody think that you've done something also when you haven't done something also at all? And the third reason is the... um, the reason that we've had in a lot, in a lot of in, in a lot of the Rabbonin halachas and a lot of laws of the Rabbonin, and that is we don't use the philosophy in the application. We don't look at the reason for the for the gezera when the chachamim legislate. The, the philosophy is involved in the decision to legislate, but once we have the legislation, we apply the legislation without without the philosophy. And we talked about that 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 applies even in. In, in, in law, it applies in every area, that when, when a law is made, you can't start working out that it doesn't apply here because I'm an exception. Um, you, all you can look at is the, is the wording of the, of the law. What did the Chachomim include in their Gezerah? Not why did they make the Gezerah, and therefore does this particular circumstance apply or not? So we could say the same, that if something was forbidden in Marisai, and it doesn't matter if there's nobody watching, once the Chachomim forbade it, it's forbidden, and it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. And we find these different sets, these three dimensions of reason. It's because of the person doing it, it's because of the person watching, or it's just the idea that we don't make these distinctions in Arachas Trabonin. We find all of those reasons in the Rishonim and, uh, and the Goenim, and I've, I've brought them in, in the sources. There's a run that brings two reasons. Um, there's a tshuva sagoinim that brings the law ati Yisrael lidei cheshad melacha. We don't want a Jewish person to come to be suspected. So that's the second area. We don't. Wa- it, it's for the person doing it. We don't want the person doing it to be nechshad. And the third one, the Mishnah brings. Interestingly, it doesn't really bring a source for it, but the Mishnah brings that it's a loy plug. We don't. We don't distinguish once the once the halach is established that something is also mishumari sayin. We don't look at circumstance in order to decide whether yes or whether no. So those are the three dimensions that we come across as to why marisayin is also and why even bechadre chadorim it could be it could be also. But particularly with the Mishabura, with this, it's very, very difficult to say that's the understanding. And here's why. 
if this was like any other Gezerah, if the principle was that this is a Gezerah de Rabbonin, and yes, they had a reason. What's the reason? Somebody could watch. Whether it's because we're worried about you being suspected, or because we're worried about somebody else doing something wrong, that's the philosophy. That's the reason. Now, says the Mishaburah, but once the reason is established, it applies across the board. Even Bechadre Chadorim. That's how we understand it. Then the, the Gemara should have just used the normal wording. Gezerah, loya, seh, gezerah, shema, yiru, acherim, etc., etc., like any other gezerah. If it's a matter of the chachomim giving us a law, and that law having a reason, and, and yet the law is universal, then use the normal thing. What I'm intrigued by is this gezerah has its own name, unlike any other gezerah, marisayin. It's not a gezerah shema. It's called marisayin. It's a category of, 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 of isur, and even though it's an isur derabon. It's a category of Yisru. And it, it seems to have its own principles and its own rules. Because it could have worded it the way the Rambam himself words it in Perichav Beis of Hilchah Shabbos. If a person has got, his clothes have got wet, you can't lay them out to dry, even in your own private house. In case somebody watching it will say, he uses the word Gezeira Shema. He doesn't say Mishum Marizayin. And then later on he says, And that would be like the Mishnah Brewers wants to learn it would seem a little bit. Here's the halacha. It's a gezerah. Yes, there's a rule. The reason is Shema Yomar Haroe. But we know with all gezerot, you don't look at the reason when you apply it. You apply it across the board. Very simple. But the Rambam in Hilchus Yomtev is the difficulty. In the Hilchus Yomtev, the Rambam brings a case of, 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 uh, from our Gemara a case of Marisayin. And then he says, even, however, Aval Berushut Hayochid Molicho in Rushut Hayochid, you can do it. Afal Pishikol Makom Shasu Chachamib Nemarit Ayin, Afidu Bechadre Chadore Mosu. Even though normally anything that the Chachomim forbade is, permit, is forbidden even in privacy, Kani Tiru Mipne Simchas Yomtev. Here they said it's okay because of Simchas Yomtev. How can Simchas Yomtev allow it? What does Simchas if, if it's an Osir, if it's a blanket application of a Gezerah, why, why a heter for Simchas Yomtev? What does that do? What does Simchas Yomtev do that, that allows a case of Marisayan? And the Rivet attacks the Rambam right away and says, where do you get this from? How can you make such a Chil? So that's one exception we've got in Halacha, right? We've got, so we're saying it's applied as a blanket rule, even though the reason for Marisayan is either we're afraid of you being suspected or we don't want the other person to draw a wrong conclusion. However, we apply it blanket-wide even if there's no such concern. However, the Rambam says, because of Simchas Yomtev Bechadre Chadorim, we'll allow it. There's another exception. There's a Tosfus in Yevomus. This is an amazing Tosfus with the Yerushalmi that the Tosfus brings. And, and it's an amazing one because Reb Moshe Feinstein brilliantly uses this as the proof that step-siblings can live together in the same home without worrying about Yichud. A lot of Poskim started making a whole thing with Yichud, and it's impossible, basically, to live as a family if you can't have Yichud. And Reb Moshe Feinstein proves from here that you can, that a step-siblings can live together to have... Uh, why? Because the Yushalmi says, if a stepbrother and sister want to get married, they can't because of Marisayim. So go to a place where they don't know you, says Rabbi Hanina. Says the sister of Moshe Feinstein, if there was no Yichud, and every time the boy walked in, the girl ran out. And when the girl walked in, the boy ran out. Everybody would know that they're not, that they're not brother and sister. 
So there wouldn't be a chashash of Marisayim. You see from here, there's a chashash of Marisayim because people don't know. They see they live together as brother and sister. Go to a place, says, uh, says Rabbi Hanina, where they don't know you. So bechadre chadorim, it would be mutter. How can that be? We've just said even bechadre chadorim. It's also, how can the Yerushalmi, and the Tosis brings it, how can the Yerushalmi hold that if the brother and sister, the stepbrother and sister, go to another place that they'll be allowed to get married? How does that even work? So these are two exceptions we've got. The exception number one is Simchas Yomtuf, and the sec- exception number two is the Yerushalmi where the stepbrother and sister can go to a distant place and there they can get married. So what I want to suggest to you is that there is a fourth dimension to, to Marisayim. One is we're afraid that you'll be suspected. The second is we're afraid that he will draw a wrong conclusion. And, and then there's the, 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 the Mishnah Brewer's one of the Sloy Plug, which is difficult altogether. The, 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 the other dimension is a principle that if something looks wrong, it is wrong. There's something wrong about doing something that looks wrong. That's the prince of Maris Ayin, and that's why it's given its own name, Maris Ayin. It's not Gezerah Shema Yiru, even though the Rambam in one place uses that in order to explain it. But the Gemara's term is not a Gezerah Shema, it's Maris Ayin. Also Mishum Maris Ayin. The issue is created by the way it looks. And if it looks bad, it's bad inherently, not just if somebody's watching. Something which, if it were watched, would look bad, is bad, we shouldn't be doing it, something that looks wrong, we shouldn't do, which is an amazing concept. And imagine that concept being used in business, being used in life, be careful, not only about, people say, but it's okay, the law says it's okay, the law says it's okay. Yeah, but what does it look like? If it looks wrong, it's wrong. It's not something we should be doing. We shouldn't be doing things that look bad. We shouldn't be doing things that look wrong. In that case, we would say, but the way it looks, you've got to look at context as well. So let's take the Yerushalmi. If you go to a foreign country, and, and uh, Chaim marries Sora, what, do they, what does it look like? Like Chaim is marrying Sora. You, there is no context. It's a man and a woman getting married. It looks fine. It's only in your town it looks wrong because everybody knows Chaim and Sora are step, step siblings. So the context, once, once in deciding does something look right or wrong, you've got to take context into account. Yes, I feel also, but, but you've still got to take context. And therefore, in this case, where the context removes the wrongness of the scene, it's permitted to be done. The same with Simchas Yom Tov. Here the case with cases of the stepladder or with the, um, uh, the, the various different cases of Simchas Yom Tov. If it's not Yom Tov and somebody sees you doing something, then what do they see? They see you doing something which looks wrong. Whether it's Mukta, Mukta is the Rabbana, it's got to be Doraisis. They see you doing something which, which looks wrong. But if it's Yom Tov, they know you're doing it Loichel Nefesh. They know you're doing it as part of the cooking process. That's the obvious thing. You've got to take the same as you've got to take the circumstances into account in the Yerushalmi with a step sibling. So you've got to take the circumstances into account in terms of time. What time of the year is? What day of the week is it? What day of the month is it? You look at this and say, it's Yom Tov. Clearly what he's doing is you understand what he's doing in the context. So it doesn't look wrong. If it doesn't look wrong, then at least Bechadre Chadorim. You don't have to worry about the Isu, says the Rambam. So it would seem from the Rambam that there's this fourth dimension. Not only are we worried with Marisayin about what people will, how people will act because of you and what people will think of you. It's not just a question of a blanket application, no matter what. The idea of Chadre Chadorim is because inherently something which looks wrong is not just a matter of an external perception. Something which looks wrong is inherently wrong and it's something we shouldn't be doing.